Welcome to the Breathe Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home. Hey, tribe, what's going on? Good morning. You know who it is. So, so I wanted to jump up here just to kind of share a little bit of information about with myself as well as team at One Celebes had gone through in our recent workshop discussion. Um, so today marked, or this week marked, the second unfolding of our Breathe as One um, content. And the idea behind the Breathe as One is Breathe Life working in conjunction with One Celebes and creating a movement slash uh, mindfulness workshop experience for all of the realtors as well as um, the employees that work on behalf of Team One Celebes. So the idea behind it is to not only create opportunities for people to be able to engage, but also um, to be able to use meditation and yoga as an opportunity for us to be able to connect with each other. So this month we talked about our subject was the power of authenticity. And I thought it was such a profound or such a powerful subject. I want to jump up here and be able to share a little bit of the information with you guys. So, you know, as you, as you start doing some research, you find that majority of the people that exist today feel as if they're not walking or expressing themselves in their fullest form of authenticity throughout their lives. No surprise, right? We have been conditioned to believe, and a lot of it is biology, right? We, we're, we're primates, and as a result, we have the need to be collected or be a part of tribe. So a lot of times the mis-messaging early on throughout this worldly experience that we have is for us to be able to conform and fit into um, areas or boxes that allow us to be more acceptable um, from our peer group or from our community. So hence we start to make um, modest sacrifices, at least initially that's where it begins. But the problem is as we grow older and we develop these habits, unless we truly challenge them, they can lead to living an inauthentic life and that could pour out into our relationships, the quality of life in general. It could also find itself pouring into our career. So we use the subject of authenticity to kind of use it as a conduit of engagement for the realtors and for the employees um, for us to really just look at opportunities for us to see how we could explore the conversation and look for ways that we can pour more authenticity into, into their lives. Right? So you follow me thus far? Great. So how we broke it down. One of the things that I originally started off talking about was what I believe to be the seven causes that causes us to get to a space, or six causes us to get to a space where we're giving away our authenticity and how it could potentially impact the outcome of that quality of life, i.e. that career that we have spoke about. So I want to go through the first six with you guys as well. Hopefully, you never know, it may be something that resonates. Um, obviously, give me feedback. So the first thing is, you feel the need to justify, sorry, I'm looking for something to mark to make sure I'm marking all these as we go along. All right, so the first thing is you feel the need to justify everything. Instead of owning and finding complete control and ownership of who you are and what you bring to each experience, what you bring to life, um, what you potentially want to pour out of each day, you feel the need to justify who you are and your experiences to your to your tribe or to your collective whole, to your colleagues. And, as, and then by doing so, you minimize your true potentiality of your unique authenticity, right? 
The second thing, the second misconception or biggest mistake we make when it comes to trying to find a life of authenticity is that you gloss over your bad emotions. You gloss over the past negative and current um, experiences that might have rubbed you the wrong way. You feel the need to, instead of fully owning up to that pain or fully owning up to that discomfort, you we, we find a way of trying to not even acknowledge it in general. And obviously by not acknowledging, we know that we're just putting off and we're not really adjusting what's there. So in that moment, we're not being fully authentic. And then we all know as a result, you know, with, with beautiful books like The Body Keeps the Score and other things like that, when you look at the psychology behind holding and suppressing those emotions, I think we find um, the correlation between how that can lead to stress not only on our bodies, but it shows up in different ways, right? So being authentic, and not forcing yourself to gloss over your emotions is something that could be potentially very powerful. So I think it's, I think it's worth being said. The third thing is you neglect yourself and you put yourself last. Now this is something that comes up consistently, right? You know, in the line of work that I work with, whether it be through movement, yoga, meditation, life coaching, the common variable is that we often put ourselves last, especially the beautiful spirits um, women that I work with, mothers, right? We we have this innate um, default mechanism to feel as if we should always go last in relationship to whoever we're loving or whoever we're in a relationship with or just our friend group. We feel like the needs of the collective whole supersedes our needs. And we've all heard the analogy of putting in your own air mask first if you're on a plane, but how often do we truly fully live into that or express that? So here's an opportunity to kind of fall back on that same principle, not allowing yourself to continue to put yourself last, all right? The fourth part that I want to touch on is that in absent of really living your fullest expression, in absent of really owning in and leaning into your life in the most authentic way that you can, you then begin to be in judgment of others. So you come from a place of judgment more often than you would have, have had it been you committed to a life of being in your authentic truth. When you're living in your authentic truth, you find that you have everything you need. So the need to um, be in opposition or to come from a place of lack, or more importantly, to come from a place of judging others goes down considerably. So I think obviously that's worth being said. The fifth, you give your power away. Now, the reason why I think this is so powerful is because I truly believe that each of us have a beautiful power that exists within all of us. And it's our ability and it's our responsibility to make sure that we're creating language, we're creating experiences with our lives that allows us to lean into that power. And so often as a, out of uh, survival or out of, out of a need to comply, out of a need to get along, we give away that beautiful power. But it's in that authenticity that we find our uniqueness and that uniqueness of who we are. No one can see the life through our lens. No one could go through the experiences we're going through in quite the exact same way. So by not leaning into that authenticity, we give that power away freely. And I believe that that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that we make. To be able to live a life, but more in accordance with alignment with our authenticity gives us the opportunity to really be grounded in that power that we have, right? So the sixth thing, this number six on the list of things that I want to touch on Sixth and final is you put things off. You continue to put things off. I know that I suffer from this, or I used to. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live a life that's more accordance to being conscious now in this way. 
Um, granted, I still make mistakes, but one of the things that I used to do often, especially when I wasn't living in what I would consider to be my most authentic voice, is that I would always put things off to later. You know, I, 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 I was constantly being encouraged um, by my sisters who always believed as if my purpose was much larger than what I was doing at the time I uh, had operated a successful, operated and owned a successful training space or training gym in the Miami area, and it was very secular. I was working one-on-one a lot, and my my sisters felt like my impact, the purpose of my life was far greater than that. And I always kept putting off challenging myself to get comfortable speaking in front of audiences, leading meditations, starting podcasts. So I've always put that off because I felt like, although I knew that that was where my authentic self was leaning me towards, which driving me towards was growing me into, I kept putting it off because the idea of the fear behind the unknown kept me from really stepping into and embracing that authentic self at that time. I felt myself evolving into a new space, and as a result, by being hesitant of really leaning into that, I started doing things in an inauthentic way. It didn't mean I didn't necessarily still enjoy what I did, because I did, and I still, even to this day, I'm still a corrective exercise specialist, a strength coach, a trainer, a yoga instructor, but I was finding that I was supplementing or trying to find ways to supplement more in those areas where I was feeling called and pulled to do something else. So, so just to kind of reiterate, number one, you justify everything. Two, you gloss over your bad emotions. Three, you neglect yourself and put yourself last. Four, you start judging others. Five, you give your power away. And then six, you put things off for X, Y, and Z day. All right, so I'm not one to just kind of give information. I like to give people call to action. So like, what are things that you can do now to kind of offset that? So here are some of the questions that I had taken into consideration, I had written down that I thought would be powerful questions that you can start asking yourself to see if you are truly living in alignment with your authenticity, and if not, try to find ways to uncover more of it, all right? So the first question is, what percentage of your life is filled with true happiness? And there's going to be 12 questions, so we'll go through them rapid fire. So take a take a survey over your life and figure out what areas of your life do you feel truly fulfilled and happy. The second question, what percentage are the things you like to do? Or I'm sorry, what percentage are the things you like to do but haven't but haven't done yet? So what percentage of things in your life would you like to do and pour more energy into but you haven't done yet? Because referring back to the first six, you put it off to X, Y, and Z. So what percentage does that show up? Three, what percentage is accepting what you haven't done yet? So it's one thing to acknowledge and it's another thing to accept. So to truly accept and take ownership and say, hey, you know what, that's a choice I made not to pour into those areas. You regain the power for self and then you find ways to kind of explore on that and expand upon that yourself. But you can only do that by first accepting. So number four, what percentage are the things that you haven't done do you desire to do? So the things that, so to kind of put it in, to simplify it, so there's things on my list of things that I would love to do. And at some point, one on my list of things that I would do if I was living in the most authentic self or, or things that I kept putting off. And what happens is, just like anything else, that list begins to evolve. So as your list begins to evolve, you want to reevaluate everything that you have on that list and make sure that you're really doing things in, in alignment with what you truly desire. Right? So what things are truly alignment with the things that you desire? 
So then I'll go through kind of like six, seven, you know, I want to, and I'll put this on, on our email and I also, I'll make sure I put it on the website page for the podcast, but just kind of being mindful of time, I'll go to the 10, 11 and 12. So 10, do you have what it, do you have what makes you really happy in life? So we went from six, seven, eight, nine, and now we're at 10. Do you have the things in your life that make you truly happy? Are you chasing this idea of happiness that's predicated on someone else's image of what you should be doing with your life and what you should be accomplishing? Number 11, do you do the things that you really, truly want to do? Wow, that's powerful, right? Do you do the things that you really, truly want to do? And oftentimes when that comes up in questions that I have or conversations and meetings and sessions with clients, a lot of times you'll be surprised how many people answer no to that or not to the fullest extent. So then why are we doing the things that we do? What's the driving force? What's the motivating factor? And then obviously the last and final is do you feel you're living an authentic life? So listen guys, we're all going after the same things in life, right? I think when we look back on this journey, this beautiful journey of ours, I would imagine that we want to feel as if we were being our most authentic self. I imagine that we want to feel like everything that showed up for us in our life was as it should be, and that at the end of this journey that we're on, we feel like we really poured into it to our fullest capacity. It's hard to do that without being truly authentic. So it's just an opportunity for you to start reevaluating your life and reevaluating the motivating reasons why you're doing what you're doing. And if you're truly can answer these questions and feel confident that you're living in the authentic, the most authentic expression of who you are, then great. You're better than and much further along than majority of the people that are walking on this planet. And if you are, then it's your job, it's your responsibility to bring that awareness up in someone else. As a community, that's how we heal, that's how we grow, right? So today's conversation was just a little bit about authenticity, and that's what we poured into a little bit at the Breathe is One, um, for those who wasn't able to attend. Um, I'm going to start getting on here, especially for our Breathe is One event, share a lot of the information that we're covered, just so that you, as my Breathe Life tribe, you fill in the loop. And if there's anything that resonates with you, feel free to share it. Go to fahimujahid.com, um, send me a message or DM me on Instagram or wherever, and figure out or tell me what, what, what do you feel I'm missing in that list of things or questions that you can ask yourself about authenticity or whether or not you're living in alignment with your authentic self. And what are some of the barriers that you feel like prevent us from tapping into that authenticity? You know, in, in closing, one of the powerful questions I posed to the to the group in attendance at the One Sullivan's event was, what do you think prevents us to tap into or to overcome, better yet, to overcome our default mechanism of being inauthentic? It's something that's pre-programmed, so why is that? And then why is it challenging for us to overcome that? So... Anyway, give that some thought, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Breathe Life. Hey, Tribe. So if you're excited about the Breathe Life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected, the next time you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, be sure to type in Fahim Jahid or Breathe Life into the search bar and check out all the mindful things we have going on.